Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Coaching Radio. I am Eric Reed, and I am your host. And I want to welcome you for being a part of today. If this is your first time joining us or if you're finding us through iTunes, welcome, welcome, welcome. And for those of you, and I can see from the the council, um, many of you are back for a second time. Welcome as well. It is always my honor and my privilege to come here today and to share some ideas and thoughts that are designed around the idea of helping you build your success at the highest level. Um, Because ultimately, what we all want to be able to do is not only live successful in our business, but successful in life. And that's why I always say, live life with success. And that means in all areas. Now, granted, there are times we may be more focused on one area or a particular need, but but that's only natural. Because, you know, you can't give 100% to 100 things all at once. But as long as we maintain that wheel of balance, and that's one of the things we do in coaching is really set up that wheel. What are the important areas of your life? And then how together can we help maintain it? Which is interesting because when I begin working with a coaching client or meet with a company or individual or a team, they're always asked that question of like, what is my my purpose? Why am I here? We, you know, what is this all for kind of thing? And and we often refer to that as your big why. What is your big why? Or how do you find your big why? And so that's why I put today's show together here at Success Coaching Radio was really to help you ask maybe it's about 20 questions on how to find your big why and 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 start to narrow it down. It's interesting because when I talk to people and some people will say, here's my big why, it's so big that it's really hard to gain a focus on it. it, it it's, oh, I want two. And, and it goes on and on and on and on into a story. Whereas when we start to funnel that big why down, when we start to pull that big why down into a very concrete reason for what we do every day and what our actions and our purpose are, then we can become more intentional about living it, about diving into it, about making it happen. And at the end of the day, that's what it's really all about, is is getting up every morning with a purpose, getting up every morning with a passion, getting every up every morning with a plan, a, a strategic plan of how to achieve that big why. And, and so I do often get asked, you know, what do I do if I don't have a specific goal? What does it all mean? How do I gain clarity of what I'm supposed to be doing? I feel as if I'm always searching for some meaning. How do I get beyond? You know, and so I, I often say that there is a survival and then there's a, signif- a success and then a significant portion in our life or significance in our life. And we sometimes go back and forth across that spectrum of, sur- 
um, survival, success, significance. And we do it in different areas of our lives. You know, when you're a new parent and you've got a, a, a three-day-old in your house and you're trying to figure it all out, it's pretty much survival mode. And then as you begin to master things and they feel more natural, you might move into a success mode where you and your kid are communicating and things are going well and they haven't broken any bones and they're enjoying school and they clean up their room as requested. And you know what? We're kind of nailing this parenting thing. So you start to ask yourself, what is my legacy going to be with my kids? How am I going to have significance in their life after the instruction and learning period is over? And so you move into that. And we do the same with our businesses and our finances and our faith and our relationships. And as those all change, so do the questions change. But at the end of the day, knowing what our big why is, knowing how to live our life, because we are clear on why we're living life, why we're getting up, it adds value. So tune in, settle down, grab your notepads and pens out, and let's, let's you know, get into our coaching journals and, and start writing some of these big whys down, or they're actually big whats, because by answering the what question, that'll help you, it'll help you find your why. So some of it can be very basic, simply saying something like, what amount of money do you want to make? Now, saying a million dollars, okay, then the question becomes why? Saying $20,000 a year, okay, the question becomes why? Yes, money is important in figuring it out. Why? Because without money, we don't have resources to do the other things. So maybe also asking yourself the question, what places would you like to visit in the world? Why are those interesting to you? Why, why do you want to experience that place? What type of job would you like to do each day? Sometimes the job or career that we chose when we were 21 is not the same as what we want at 30, 40, or 60. Maybe when we start to learn more about ourselves, we learn more about our passions and our job begins to shift. Now, again, I just want you writing down the answers. Don't go overanalyzing it and asking yourself, well, how I'm going to make this happen. Remember, we're trying to get an idea of who we are again, to reconnect to ourselves. So ask yourself, what would your perfect day look like in terms of how you spent your time and what you were doing? Would it be going to an office? Would it be staying home? Would it be going traveling by plane, by car, or not at all? Would it be having children around you? No children, grown children, grandchildren, cooking, not cooking, having people take care of the house, you taking care of the house, the lawn, living in a warm environment, a cold. What would that day look like? If you woke up tomorrow morning and you were in your ideal world, that you had created through your own efforts and achievements, what book would be on the night table? What would you be wearing? Who would you be sleeping next to? In what direction would your bed be facing? All of those things I want you to begin to visualize. In, I want you to begin to visualize, and then I want you to begin to move through the day in your mind and see that perfect day. You know, and as, as you do so, what is the characteristics of your perfect spouse? Now, some of you I know are married. doesn't mean you're supposed to ditch them and start over. It just means what would that person that you're spending the most significant amount of time with be like? 
Because truth is, we have the ability to influence other people's behaviors. But first we have to communicate to them what it is we want so that they can more perfectly match it. So what is the characteristics of your perfect spouse? What do you want to look like? Now, you know, me, somewhere across between George Clooney and Robert Redford would be great. But also maybe a particular pant size or suit size or fitness way, you know, rested, healthy, happy, all of those characteristics. What would I like to look like? What would you want to give back to the world? Do you want to give back money, time, resources? Do you want to give back knowledge by writing a great novel or researching a great uh, book? Do you want to give back a cure, give back a solution, solve a problem? But what would you like to give back to the world? Now, what do you want to, the next question is, what do you want to be known for? And when I ask this question, what I'm really asking is, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, I, I've heard this said, and I've probably shared it with you guys before, that at my funeral, I don't want people talking about who I was, but more about what I did. I don't want to have the, he was so old, and he had so many children, and so many grandchildren, and so many great-grandchildren, and he worked here from 19-whatever to this. I don't, you know, I don't want a bio. I don't want a resume. Instead, I want people saying, oh, he touched me here. I remember when he did this for me or he did that for us or when he came and gave this. I want my actions to speak louder. So what do you want to be known for? And then on a deeper level, what, is, what are the things that you believe in most? What are the values, the core values of belief that you hold? And whether that's in a religious perspective or a faith-based perspective or just a sort of a character of qualities, of judgment of what you think represents the ideal person. And then another question would be to ask yourself, what people can help you get to where you want to go? And what I mean by this question is when we start to figure out our why, when we want to start to explore our purpose, we have to have resources, resources in the sense of people around us. And so who are those people? What qualities and characteristics do they have? What kind of input do they have? Are they accountability? Are they cheerleaders? Are they inspirers? Are they wealthy? Are they doers? Are they people in a particular career? Are they people with particular skills? Who do I need around me in this ideal day, in this ideal world, in this bigger vision of who I am to, to, to make it happen? And, and another question to ask as you go into exploring this big why question is, what are the most exciting things you like to try? You know, there are people who wake up and collect cookbooks. I, I'm not sure there's that many recipes for macaroni and cheese, but... Apparently there are, but there are people who are passionate about cooking and get excited about cooking and they'll discover a spice and in their mind begin to explore the 99 million ways that they could use that spice, you know, bacon with chocolate kind of thing and, and then bacon with chocolate with salt and then bacon with chocolate with salt with hot sauce. You know, it's like, 
oh my gosh, I thought it was just bacon. But apparently, there are people that live with that. So they have this excitement about things they want to try. For me, it's travel and exploring people and, and getting to know people. Oddly enough, now in life, it's about reading. I really love to get in and read a good book. And my bookshelf keeps filling up because every time I say that, somebody sends me a book saying, you've got to read this. And truthfully, I do. And I love reading into it. So what are the things that, that excite you that maybe you don't get the chance to do, but when you talk about them or you hear people talk about them, you're like, man, I want to do that. That's who I want to become. That's what I want to do. Another question to ask as you begin to discover this big why or try and figure it out is, what events would you like to go to? Like, have you ever seen an announcement for a ticket or a concert or a fashion show or a car race or, you know, whatever, and said, man, I wish I could go to that. I wish I had free time on my schedule or money or resources to go. You know, there's a big event that John Maxwell hosts every year, and it's called Exchange, and the ticket price... um, is north of $10,000 per person. It's, it's a lot for a three-day conference, plus travel, plus accommodations, et cetera, et cetera. But man, going there would excite me. Being in that room would change me. And so that's one of the things that's on my vision board is to be able to attend that and then to become a regular attendee of it, not just once, but regular and so now I have a purpose, I have a vision, I have a why I want to, I want to get up every morning and do the work that I do and, and be of service to people is because I know that that is fueling me towards one of those big whys in my day. It's something that I've always wanted to do and would love to do. So what events would you like to go to? And why would you want to be in that room? What, what about being at that event charges you up? And then in that same spirit is, what kind of people do you want to meet? Why do you want to meet them? What about them fascinates you? You know, one of those questions you always hear is, you know, if you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who would it be? Duh. I don't know. Part of it would be myself in the future. Part of myself would be myself in the past. And... I don't know, maybe the observer of those two would be the third person, but I don't know who the three people would be because I couldn't limit it. But what kind of people would you like to meet? Well, I'd like to meet people who are growing. I'd like to meet people who are thinking and creating ideas, people who took risks and what the payoff was. Whether the payoff was big or small, you know, I I, I love sitting with people and hearing their story and it's the more passion they have about their story, whatever the end result is. Those are the people I want to meet. The people that can teach and inspire and guide me as a coach. I'm becoming a better coach or who can show me themselves so that I can better understand my clients. Those are the people I want to be in the room with, people who are successful. So as I put all of these questions together, and they may be as simple as where do you want your house to be? Or do you want an apartment? What I'm really trying to have you do in discovering this big why or answering these what questions, is start to build your ideal day. Start to build your ideal vision of who you stand in the future, where you want to be. You know, you can't live in a ten-bedroom house without having some kind of drive and direction on how you're going to pay for it. 
Or do you want that 10 bedroom house empty? Or do you want it filled with 30 kids? And is there a spouse or is there a foster? So as you start to see the vision of, of what you want your life to look like through these questions, then you start to say, ah, why do I want that? What is it about that image that I really want, that I really love? Why does that call to me? Being of service to people, being in creative process, changing the world through technology, whatever that is that calls to you through that what, then you start to narrow in on your why. So sometimes I'll ask somebody, oh, so, okay, you're a realtor, because I work with a lot of realtors. Why did you go into real estate, or what are your goals for this year? And they'll say, you know, sell 30 homes. Okay, why? Well, because I want to pay off debt. Okay, okay. That's a noble goal. But is that why? I mean, because what happens if tomorrow morning you wake up and all your debt is paid off and you never have to pay another debt? What, what becomes of your life then? How do you continue to breathe and be excited? Ah, I want to pay off debt so that I can be financially free. Ah, why do you want to be financially free? Well, because I'll be less stressed and my health will improve. Why do you want your health to improve? What about having uh, solid health is important to you? Ah, because I've got a child that's soon to have a grandbaby and I want to, ah, I want to be around for my grandchildren so that I can experience that joy. Ah, so the reason you want to sell 20 houses is to be a, a grandmother that's present in the here and now with the resources, both health and finances, to participate in their grandchild's life at a higher level. Well, I never thought of it that way. No, we've never asked enough questions of ourselves and gone into the why deep enough to see it. And here's what I've learned both for myself and in working with others, is when you're able to really dig down to the bottom of the why, when you're able to really start to see the why for what it is, you're much more likely to be successful at it. You know, the paying off of credit card debt, to be, you know, to, to lose 15 pounds, all of that is sort of like a thing that we can kick down the road. Like, okay, I'll deal with that tomorrow. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up the next week. Or, you know, I can always fix that later. But if it's, I want to be healthy enough to dance at my daughter's wedding, and she's only seven, that's a longer-range goal. But it's a deeper goal that when I start to cheat myself and say, ah, I don't need to worry about that today. Oh, I can put that off till next week. Oh, that's not really important. It hurts a little more. It stings a little more. I'm less likely to give myself a pass, a free get out of car jail card. Because it's more important. It has more significance in my life. And that's what I mean as we move from that survival to success to significance. Sometimes our big why is the survival. I'm going to sell 20 houses so I can get my credit card debt paid off and get in a financially secure position so that my children and I are safe. I want to pay off, I want to sell 20 houses 
so that we can now afford to put money in savings, success mode, and, you know, put money in savings to prepare for our retirement and the kids, and also to reduce the burden financially on my spouse. Then moving that same question into significance, I want to sell 20 houses this year so that I have the resources available to help those around me when they need it most without worry or fear or sense of um, lack of abundance. Ah, so the same goal, the same target feels different in those three different areas and our why changes. You know, when I began in real estate and I tell the story over and over and you've probably heard it to the point that you can echo it for me. But if you haven't, hang on. I was challenged with discovering my big why, and I went through the same process, pay off credit card debt, put $30,000 in the bank, blah, blah, blah. And my coach at the time said, nope, not big enough, not deep enough, not real enough. And I have to go back over and over. And it took several times and several times of several days and weeks. I think it took about a month to really start to get it. And when I started to really get it, it held me accountable at a bigger level. I was driven more. I had more discipline. I had more persistence. If you watched, I talk a lot about that. But I had more persistence to achieving it because it resonated with my very core. So if you've created a big why for what you're doing or somebody helped you create it and you don't wake up and really know what it is, it, it doesn't like jump you out of bed in the morning. It doesn't sing to you from across the room. It doesn't drive you past the point of pain. Then it's probably not your real why. And what I would encourage you to do is take some time, reconnect with it, ask yourself these 20 questions. If you need the 20 questions, send me a quick email. I'll make them available to you. Or, or sit down with me during a coaching call and we'll dig into it. Because once it's really clear, once it's got some energy behind it, Life begins to transform very, very, very quickly. And if you remember the last two radio shows where we talked about the 27 things that will change in your life when you decide to chase your dreams, that dream and big why thing begins to sound very similar. And you begin to see the same changes. So finding your big why requires that you ask a lot of questions, a lot of what questions, but it also requires that you sit quietly and see yourself completely and fully into the future without judgment or limitation. You have to be able to say, if I could have all of it, all of it, from the size two dress to the 10-bedroom house, what would it look like? What would it feel like? Where would I stand in it? Because when you're able to stand in it, then you're able to start to understand why you want it. And when you, why you want it, then you, then we begin to work on the what and the how. You know, so often I'll meet with people and say, what is it, you know, why is it you do this? And they give me the what and the how without the why. And that's the people that I know that will quickly burn out. If you know what you do and how you do it, but you're not really clear on why you do it, the why you do it's going to end up winning every day and you're going to give up. Because then you have a why not do it or why do it kind of thinking. So what I wanted to bring to you today through the radio show really was a moment to really have you stop and ask yourself, now that we're early in the year still, what, what, what questions, sorry about that, what questions to get clarity on our why? All right? 
So um, I also want to let you know that we are starting the Think and Grow Rich series soon. So check out the website at ericgreed.com under the Masterclass tab. And all the upcoming classes that we te- that I'll be teaching are there. Um, there's sort of a deep dive into some things that are going on, whether it's the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth or Think and Grow Rich, Intentional Living. And there's even uh, a new class out there that's a little bit longer than this on Understanding Your Why. And all of those are up there as well as, you know, some other projects going on. So what I like to do when we get together on Friday is give you a little bit of stuff to help you get a little bit further in your dream. I'd love your comments and feedback. You know, if you find us on iTunes, make sure you like it or uh, review it or whatever it is with iTunes and all of the other social media sources to help boost it up, share it with other people and get other people involved. Because the other thing that I know is that the more people that are sharing the language that you're learning, success in this case, the more likely you are to succeed. Because they're tuning into the same things you're tuning in. And together, it's a higher level of energy than you trying to go it alone. So find somebody to share these, these radio shows or the mastermind classes with. And then have a weekly meeting where you get to talk about it and, and ask each other questions. Because here's the other thing. Successful people talk about ideas. Average people talk about events. And small people talk about people. And you want to be hanging out with successful people talking about six ideas. And a great place to start is this show and mastermind groups and Facebook groups and things like that. So I thank you for believing in yourself, for showing up and listening to this, this radio show, and for continuing to invest in your growth and your development. If I can be of any help on that journey, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through whatever channel you can find me on and social media. And until we get together next week, many, many blessings blessings on you and your family and continue to live your life with success. Thank you again. And I'm Eric Reed and I'm your, your, your life coach, your, your friend. And you know what? I guess sometimes just the guy on the radio. But until we get together, I wish you the very best. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.